This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. However, good Midwestern weather did keep a lid on any upside in beans. Corn, it's trading both sides of unchanged. July up a penny now at 329 and three quarters per bushel. A lack of significant farmer selling was a bit supportive, although the good U.S. crop prospects tempered any upside potential, with losses in wheat also spilling over to weigh on corn. The uh, July contract, yeah, trading at about 330 per bushel. Wheat, it's lower. Uh, retreating from overnight gains after running into chart resistance. Speculative positioning is a feature there. Chicago wheat down seven cents in July at five seventeen per bushel. Kansas City five cents lower in July at four sixty seven per bushel. And Minneapolis spring wheat it's down six cents in the July contract at five twenty per bushel. However, uh, dryness concerns in Europe and the Black Sea region did provide some underlying support, uh, limiting the losses to some extent. That's a look at the ice futures and U.S. markets for Friday, June 5th. In Winnipeg, for Markets Farm, I'm Phil Franz Workington. Spring is here, and the drive is on for savings. Get up and running today during New Holland's Spring Drive sales event from Butler Farm Equipment in Fort St. John. Find great deals and special savings featuring 0% financing and cashback offers on New Holland tractors, from compacts to high-horsepower models and everything in between. Save on select New Holland hay tools, too. Call Butler Farm Equipment at 250-785-1800 today, because just like spring, Spring Drive savings won't last long. The opinions expressed during this show do not represent those of this station. If you've missed any of this show, you can follow the podcast at energeticcity.ca. Now, an in-depth look at the news and information shaping our community. This is Moose Talks with your host, Doug Craig, on Moose FM. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Moose Talks. A little later on, we're going to be talking with Ted Sloan. He is presenting the Fort St. John Virtual World Fair 2020 tomorrow at uh, 3 p.m. I think I have it here. Uh, So we're going to talk about what that fair is going to look like, given that they're doing it virtually, and uh, how Ted's adapted it, or helped adapt it anyway, to be uh, streamed live on the Internet. To start, though, we're going to talk with Alan Yu, the founder of the Fort St. John Multicultural Society, all about racism in our community. Good morning, Alan. Thanks for doing this. Good morning, Ted, and thank you for having me. All right. Well, uh, as you know, uh, there's been more talk, I would say, of racism in the national conversation lately. Protests in the United States and Canada over police brutality against black and indigenous people. Uh, More reported racism against Asian Canadians since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. And uh, in fact, there's a protest for peace happening at noon today at City Hall that's related to this. It's a tough question to start with, but how important do you think it is for us to be having a conversation uh, about racism on a national level right now? It is very important that we talk about racism. Uh, for one thing, it's uh, not very rampant here in, for, in Canada and in Fort St. John specifically. However, it does happen. Talking about this is uh, taking the cat out of the bag and so we can address it and uh, reinforce that uh, 
racism is bad and uh, we should have also retribution for those who practice racism and hate. And do you, retribution, like, do you think it's more about confronting it when you see it? Like, a, you know, a person like me, if I hear somebody say it or, or, or anything like that, is it about kind of confrontation then? Uh, is that kind of what you mean about retribution or do you think the law has to be harsher on people who do it? Well, I feel that law enforcement should also be uh, strict about it. Uh, it should not be a slap in the wrist. We have penalties for hate crime, and uh, I pointed this out when I we had a meeting on racism around a year ago. It was a small group that happened here in Fort St. John with mm-hmm. uh, one of the uh, business uh, min- minister. So I pointed out that uh, one way is uh, to have retribution, which is to penalize those who do it. And also, it's uh, a bit of a confrontation also. Confrontation on a civil level will prevent little things from blowing up. Uh, When we witness racism happening or any hate crime, not just against race, but basically for those who are different from us, either in terms of race, religion, or sexual orientation, we should have an intelligent conversation about this the moment that it happens. This is one way of uh, eradicating uh, hate and racism. Okay. You're the founder of the Fort St. or one of the founders anyway of the Fort St. John Multicultural Society. Uh, I thought uh, having you on today would be kind of in your capacity is that I thought you'd be able to speak to this in a way that not everybody can. First of all, what do you think the places or or societies like the Fort St. John Multicultural Society, how do they contribute to maybe stemming the tide of racism or at least sort of, you know, helping it from maybe spreading more? What do you think of that? Oh, well, I initially uh, started Fort St. John to, uh, I mean, Fort St. John Multicultural Society to have an avenue for interaction between the visible minority and uh, the white and the indigenous people here in Fort St. John. Mm-hmm. I started this around uh, a little over, maybe, oh, exactly three years ago. Yeah, and uh, it is an avenue. And one of the uh, things that we are doing this is we have an annual event wherein we uh, bring together the different uh, visible minority in Fort St. John. We have uh, food and we have taste. And we are also encouraging dialogues to uh, address racism. And uh, out of curiosity, how do you encourage that dialogue? Like, is there is there a program you offer? Is that something you do, or is it just kind of like a spreading awareness? Like, here's here's how you should be talking about this to people you know. I see. This is a very delicate matter, and uh, we have been meeting before the uh, COVID-19. We have a small group of uh, three people, mm-hmm. and uh, we are in coordination with one of the ministers, uh, ministries here in BC, where in, uh, their goal is also to end racism. Mm-hmm. This is a delicate matter, so we are laying the groundwork for this dialogue. Unfortunately, in the three years, I was only able to hold one of these dialogue, and this was a few uh, days after we I started for St. John Multicultural Society. 
I see. So this would be something you would like to see happen a lot more often than like to have the government take it more seriously, essentially. Well, here in BC, we have an active program and uh, the uh, ministry uh, in charge of uh, this is actually having a uh, province-wide network on groups that will, uh, with the aim of uh, ending racism here in BC. So we are doing a great job. However, this, are, this project is still in the groundworks level. And yes, uh, we are just starting out. And another thing that we are working with in the Fort St. John Multicultural Society is uh, how to address racism in the workplace. Uh, we have been discussing this for over two years now. And uh, however, it is a very slow process. As you, as I said earlier, it's a delicate process and we have to break it gently. We don't want to uh, be confrontational and we have to be very diplomatic in our approach to it. Unfortunately, it is delaying. However, uh, on my part and a part of my friends, I do encourage them to talk about it openly, uh, diplomatically. Okay. Uh, and, and, you know, Alan, this is a difficult question to answer to. Um, you started the Multicultural Society, as you say. So I imagine racism has had some role to play in your life in some regard. How has it affected your life, whether it was when you came here uh, in starting the society? Uh, was it an inspiration for you to begin the society, this kind of role of racism that's, that's played in your life? Uh, well, in my life here in Canada, I've only been an object of uh, probably two mm -hmm. racist comments. And uh, this is not actually directed at me face-to-face, uh, -face, but uh, on Facebook. However, that is not the one that inspired me to start uh, Fort St. John Multicultural Society. I actually started Fort St. John Multicultural Society. Uh, a few months after the presidency of Trump, mm -hmm. it's uh, I feel that uh, he handles racism differently. And uh, there was an incident early on his presidency wherein he refused to address the disease and sort of uh, address just the symptoms. Mm -hmm. And we still see it happening now. I feel that when the United States sneezes, Canada gets a cold. Mm -hmm. So uh, we can see now that our lives are intertwined. So this is actually why I started Fort St. John Multicultural Society. Okay. I, yeah, I, I do like uh, President Trump in terms of energy. He is very good to the Canadian uh, energy sector, the oil and gas sector. However, uh, we can still see it now, what I saw early in his presidency, and what I see now, wherein he is, uh, well, he is addressing the symptom, but not the disease. Mm -hmm. And I would like to see that adopted here in Canada as well. It's we address the, really the root and not just the protest. We address the roots through education through and dialogue. Thank you. So, I mean, that leads into my next question. You think the government kind of on all levels could just do a better job of uh, ensuring that we're educated and talking about it in 
addressing it when it does happen and 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 sort of making um changes if they need to in order to address these sort of systemic racism even that we we seem to see in our society oh yeah i'd like to address that on two levels the provincial and the federal level Mm -hmm. i feel that uh our province is uh, doing what it can and it's doing very well in addressing uh hate crimes and uh, i mean pointing out that racism exists However, on the federal level, I feel that we are not doing that well. Mm-hmm. It has been a year since uh, the findings on the uh, missing, murdered, indigenous women and girls came up, and nothing has been done. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, I feel that uh, the indigenous people are sort of neglected in this regard. They are not given priority when uh, they are victims of crime. However, one of the failures also of uh, the federal government when it comes to racism is giving favors to certain sectors. The indigenous people are like victims of crimes and they are neglected. However, and I stress this, this is a personal opinion they are also given favors wherein, well, they are given favors. Uh, to cite an example, early this year we have had blockades, blockades that stop the Canadian economy. And uh, we, we can see now that these blockades flattened our GDP, it crippled our rail system, it crippled our distribution of goods, led to, uh, well, economic dysfunction. And this was because uh, the federal government were sort of hesitant and delaying the enforcement of rules because a certain race is behind these actions. So I feel that, yeah, it is effective. And uh, the federal government is, should be given a failing mark, failing mark when it comes to de- dealing with this. Thank you. All right, Alan. Well, we'll end on this note. Um, you, you've already sort of mentioned it already. Uh, this is the third year, I believe, uh, that you guys are doing your Taste of Fort St. John. Um, and you're still planning to do it uh, coming up on June 27th, just a few days before Canada Day. Uh, but it's going to be different this year. Why don't you talk a bit about that? Oh, because of the restriction on large gathering, we uh, we decided at Fort St. John Multicultural Society that we will be having the taste of Fort St. John in different participating restaurants here in, uh, well, in Fort St. John. June 27 is also Canada's Multicultural Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, on, those, on that day, lunchtime, from 11 to around 2 p.m., uh, those who are interested will be able to go around participating restaurants to sample uh, multicultural food. We already have Japanese food, we have Indian food, we have mm-hmm. Greek, we have Asian food, and uh, we are still gathering restaurants. And the difference is that on that particular day, on that particular time, you will be able to sample their food for just $5. Okay, so it'd still be about sampling food. You'll just have to go to the restaurant itself to do so, essentially. Yes, Okay. thank you. Okay, Uh, and I imagine you'll have more information about uh, which restaurants are participating kind of coming up a little. I think uh, before we got on the air, you said later this 
or sorry, next week we're going to talk about it a bit more. Is that correct? Yes, uh, we will be announcing the uh, well, the uh, revised taste of Fort Saint John next week. We would like to do that after the World Fair. Right now, we are kind of busy promoting the World Fair of mm-hmm. Ted Sloan and uh, the uh, social worker in schools. All right. Well, uh, Alan, I really appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk to us uh, about this today. And uh, we'll have you on uh, in a little while to talk uh, about uh, the uh, World Fair once you've announced, or the World Fair, pardon me, the taste of Fort St. John once you've announced it. Thanks for joining us today, Alan. Thank you very much, Doug, for having me. You're Good morning. welcome. All right. We'll be right back on Moose Talks with Ted Sloan right after this. Whether your favorite is a Big Mac, Quarter Pounder, or McCafe Coffee, McDonald's is at your service with curbside pickup. Available on the McDonald's app from 6.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. or 24-hour drive through Or get your faves brought to your doorstep with McDelivery. Available on Skip the Dishes. Whatever way is best for you, rest assured they're taking actions to help protect the health and well-being of you and their crew, including limiting contact whenever possible. So go ahead and enjoy what you love. Available at your McDonald's restaurant located at 10920 Alaska Road. Action Property Management knows that home is where your heart is. And because of that, we've made it our mission to make sure that if you need a home in the beautiful peace country, we have the one that fits your needs perfectly. Whether you're looking for furnished or unfurnished, month-to-month leases, single living places, or a place for your whole family, pets, and all, Action Property Management will find your next place to call home. For a list of all our rentals available and an application to get started, check out our website at actionproperty.ca or see our listings at our office across from Totem Mall. At Complete Safety Services, they specialize in, you guessed it, safety. They provide field safety advisors and certified medics with fully equipped MTCs and trucks that are maintained to the highest standards. They can prepare companies for their COR certification, write safety programs, manage ISN, and comply works. Not only that, but Complete Safety Services now offers traffic control, hot shotting, and pilot car services. Complete Safety Services, striving to ensure a safe and healthy working environment on 100 street in fort st john and online at completesafety.ca you're at home here with the fort st john co-op with barbecue season upon us we offer propane bottle filling in the fort st john area this service combined with our great prices and membership rewards when you come to the co-op propane filling is available at our 91st avenue and airport road location your fort st john co-op strives to serve you better every day they look forward to serving you fort st john co-op You're at home here. The sweetest store in town is open again. Sticky's Candy Fort St. John at the Gateway Plaza offers treats for all ages and tastes. Nostalgic candy, chocolates, and unique gift ideas. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Sticky's Candy Fort St. John for opening hours and updates. Boston Pizza is excited to announce they are now open for full dining room service from 11 a.m. to 1 a.m. seven days a week to serve you better. They are at 50% capacity with six-person table maximums due to COVID-19 government restrictions for staff and customer safety. Boston Pizza still offers pickup and delivery services for those who are not yet ready to dine in. Call Boston Pizza today place your order 250-787-0455 or order online at bostonpizza.com. 
Northern Vision Care in Fort St. John and Dawson Creek would like to take this time to let the community know that they are back to work full-time at their regular hours of business. Monday through Friday, they are ready to offer you the great customer service they're known for. Northern Vision Care will be following the guidelines to keep their staff and you safe throughout your visit to Northern Vision Care. Please be patient when visiting the office due to COVID-19. They have strict guidelines in order to stay open and help you get the service that you need. Call 250-785-2020 in Fort St. John or 250-782-1121 in Dawson Creek. System Secure Locksmith can help take care of all of your commercial locks. Whether you need vehicles or safes rekeyed, master key creations, your safe opened or installation of lash guards, cylinder guards, or door wraps, we can take care of that. Call us at 785-5397, located on 100th Ave, or visit us online at systemsecurelocksmith.ca. Watch this show live on Facebook or download the podcast at energeticcity.ca. Welcome back to Moose Talks. I'm your bud, The Dub. And uh, we've got Ted Sloan, who is presenting this year's virtual World Fair 2020. He joins me now from, I believe, a classroom. How's it going, Mr. Sloan? It's going really well, Dub. How are you doing, man? I'm doing very well, thank you. It's uh, good to see and hear from you. I know you've been super busy, as you always are, so thanks for taking out a few minutes to talk to us about this today. Oh, it's, it's, I'm super pumped. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to do this. This is wonderful. Absolutely. All right. So you are presenting the virtual World Fair this year because uh, due to uh, COVID-19, uh, the organizers of the fair uh, decided or, uh, you know, probably were sort of ordered to make this, change this in some ways to kind of keep everybody safe. So why don't you start with telling us, for people who don't know, what the World Fair is, and then tell us how different it's going to be this year. For sure. Okay. So the World Fair is uh, organized by a group of people called Settlement Workers in Schools. And Settlement Workers in Schools is uh, a part of School District 60. And essentially, the job of Settlement Workers in Schools is to help new Canadians get used to Fort St. John. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not from Canada, uh, moving up north, as we kind of know, can be a big shock in many different ways. So that's one of the jobs that Settlement Workers do, Settlement uh, Workers in Schools. We also call them Swiss. Um, so if I say Swiss, I mean, I mean that. The other job of settlement workers in schools is to help Fort St. John get used to new Canadians. Because sometimes when we see people that we don't know about, or maybe they sound different than us, or maybe they look different than us, uh, you're not sure what to do or how to handle that or what's happening. So settlement workers in schools does that dual, dual thing. One way that they wanted to, to do this is every year they throw what's called the World Fair. And that's where we set up at 100th and 100th, we invite representatives from different countries who live right in here. Because, I mean, we have people who live from the Philippines. We have people who live over from Denmark who are here from Thailand. And we essentially say, can you create a booth so that people can go to you and learn about your country? So they can see how rich your culture is and how awesome Fort St. John is that we have all of these cultures here. And you're totally right. COVID-19 this year kind of went, no, you can't. We can't gather. So the, the organizers, uh, the wonderful Jane Drew... Uh, and her crew said, well, we don't want to stop this. Multiculturalism in Fort St. John is something we really need to, to celebrate and to promote um, now more than ever. And so they said, well, we're gonna, let's do it online. So they, they've teamed up um, with, with a couple of fantastic technicians. And instead of a, a real thing where you get to go from booth to booth to booth, we've set it up so that I sit in front of my computer like this, and I... 
basically call up people and go, hey, where are you from? Tell me a little bit about this. And it's, it's actually an adventure because I don't even know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically said, Ted, you go to this place at this time. Um, something's going to happen to you. Just get ready for it. So I have a list of questions that I have, um, and they have a list of callers. I know that I'm going to be talking to someone from Pakistan who lives here in Port St. John. Don't know what we're going to be talking about yet, but I know that I'm going to be talking to someone who's from Thailand, someone who's from China. And essentially, it's just uh, me getting to explore the multiculturalism of Fort St. John. And when I say me, I kind of mean I get to, to, to help others see it. I get to be the medium, essentially. And they, I know that they are going to teach me things um, like activities, um, yeah, so it's it's basically it's we tried to take the, the the experience, put it in a camera, and now you get to watch it like a movie instead of you getting to experience it in real life. I see. Okay. Now the obviously down downside of this is that you know I can't go to this and and experience it myself. I'm gonna have to watch sort of as you say you experience it and and experience that. Um, what do you think is the advantage to? given that you have to do it this way, what's something about this that's really positive that maybe wasn't able to be offered in the way that it was before because you were doing it virtually? What do you think? Uh, I think two things. Uh, One, um, we know that people online have really busy lives. uh, And we know that sometimes it's hard for people to sit and look at a screen for a long period of time. So what we've done is we try to make things compact so that, there are small little interviews that are, I've been told to keep them nice and short. Um, so that way people can go, oh, okay, great. I, can, I don't have to tune into this giant thing. I can just tune in for a second. Then we also said, you know what? People might not even be able to tune in at all. Maybe during those hours they're gone somewhere or they forget about it. So we're taking the whole experience and we're both recording it and we're also building a website so that people on their own time can go explore these things. So, you know, maybe if you're up at 11 p.m. because you can't sleep, um, we'll go, oh, that website, I can go explore my town that way. So there, there's kind of two advantages there. One, um, it'll be where we're trying to keep it, so that way it's nice and, and short, so that your busy day isn't interrupted too much, but you get to know the really important things. And we've created this thing that when you are not busy, you can go explore on your own time as well. I see. Okay. Now, I mean, given uh, the state of the world we're living in, protests, uh, sort of the conversation I just had with Alan Yu before talking to you uh, about racism, how important do you think an event like the World Fair is in celebrating diversity and confronting racism? I mean, as you say, uh, the uh, settlement workers sort of are trying to introduce new Canadians to Canada and Canadians to new Canadians. It's sort of a back and forth what, how important do you think that is for something like this to be happening tomorrow as it is, uh, especially given the times we're living in? Um, my first answer is I think it's, it's insanely important um, because it, it allows people to have a good talk. Um, there's a really cool author. His name is Thomas King. Um, he, he's an indigenous author. He writes some really good books. He once said, because um, someone asked him about protesting, and he said he had two approaches. He said, one, sometimes you have to bang on someone's door, and you have to go, hey, listen to me. The world is not great. He said, that's one approach. He said, there's also the approach of light humor, where you don't bang on someone's door. You just talk with them, and when you say hello to them, and you bring them something, 
you get into their kitchen. And when you get into their kitchen, you can really get to know someone. So with the World Fair here, I think this is incredibly important because we're, we're not banging on anyone's door. We're inviting you into our kitchen and saying, do you want to try some of our food? Oh, that's fantastic. Or we're saying, hey, did you know this about, about these people who live in Fort St. John? Um, and that, that's why I think this is really important because we're not trying to say, hey, you have to listen to us. We want you to be a part of us. I mean, Fort St. John is such a rich place because of the people that we have in it. Um, so this is like a party invitation. We want you to come to our party and online it might even be safer because you might have been nervous to come down. Crowds can sometimes scare people. Um, even just going to a place where you don't recognize anyone can be scary. Mm -hmm. So online, this is a safe spot. And um, yeah, and I, this is a bit strange. I'm, I'm a middle-aged white guy. Um, so I'm incredibly honored that I get to say there are, there are so many amazing people. We should celebrate them. So it turns this talk of this really needed harsh talk of going, we need to address this and going, yeah, because when we address that, we get to see the amazingness that is, that is people, that is cultural. Well said, Ted. All right. Why don't you tell us where we can find the virtual World Fair tomorrow and when we can find it and, and all that great information. It's a great question. Uh, the best place to find it is on Facebook, actually, um, is if you, when you're going into uh, your Facebook world, is if you search up World Fair 2020 or Fort St. John World Fair 2020, you'll see a web page pop up and it'll go virtual world fair and you can click that and, and you can leave comments and things there. And that's one, that's one place. Even if you just Google Fort St. John world fair, it'll most likely come up. And if you're like, I don't remember any of that. If you type in Swiss Fort St. John world fair, that'll also take you to places. All right. That's S W I S Fort St. John. Perfect. Yeah. All right, Ted. Well, again, thank you so much for talking to us about this today and making some time for us. I Thank you, Warren, man. Without you guys, this is, you're doing awesome. Air high five. <laughs> Thanks, Ted. All right, we'll be right back on Moose Talks to wrap things up. Now that W Restaurants is open for takeout and delivery, they've added some new things to their menu. Besides the great foods you've come to enjoy, you can now take home a protein box. W has teamed up with Cisco to provide you with a seafood box, a meal prep, essentials, ultimate grilling, bistro, and chop house boxes. These boxes will provide you with enough protein to get through any pandemic. Fill your fridge or freezer with some amazing deals from W Restaurants, ready to deliver to you or have ready for you to pick up. If you need to get out of the house, flip the W upside down and repeat. Mmm. You've got things to haul. You're farming, you're working in the patch or construction, and you need reliable trailers to get the job done. At Legacy Trailer Rentals, they get it. So they offer you a wide variety of trailer sizes and styles to get her done. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Gravel trailers, equipment haulers, combination trailers, they've got them and more. Call Legacy Trailer Rentals now at 780-518-1177 and check out LegacyTrailers.ca. Shattered Images is the only clinic in Fort St. John specializing in laser hair removal for safe and effective treatments in less sessions. They offer the best options and technology on the market today to make the removal process safe and effective. Your experience will be as comfortable and confidential as possible. 
They offer appointments to suit your needs. They're taking appointments starting on June 1st. For up-to-date info, check their Facebook page at Shattered Images Laser Tattoo and Hair Removal. Militia Muffler is locally owned and operated and has been providing automotive services in the Peace region for over 16 years. They provide services for exhaust replacement and repairs, suspension, rims, tires and lighting, custom metal fabrication, and Line-X protective coatings. Gridiron bumpers are Canadian-made and designed to fit your specific vehicle, bring protection, durability, and looks to the next level. Militia Muffler recently moved to 9410 100th Street in the downtown core of Fort St. John, across from Centennial Park. Stop by their showroom today to see their aftermarket products and meet their sales team. If you're looking for hassle-free internet services, call the Peace Region Internet Society today. With coverage throughout most of the Peace, PRIS can get you connected quickly without the hassle of contracts or bundles. Visit pris.ca or call 1-800-768-3311 for more information. This Sports Booster is brought to you by First Choice Towing. For all your towing needs, lockouts, boosters, tows, they do it all 24-7. Call 250-785-2271. You can count on First Choice Towing for all your towing needs. Quiznos has brought back their Greek gyro. Enjoy seasoned beef and lamb, crumbled feta, banana peppers, crisp lettuce, and red onions topped with tzatziki sauce on a flatbread, sub, sammy, or in a salad. The Greek gyro is back. Try one today at Quiznos beside Walmart. Our community first. This is Moose Talks with Dub Craig on Moose FM. Our thanks again to our guests today, Alan Yu, the founder of the Fort St. John Multicultural Society. Looking forward to a different version of Taste of Fort St. John coming up on June 27th. We'll hear more about that next week. Keep an eye on energeticcity.ca for more information about that. And, uh, of course, Ted Sloan, the presenter of the Fort St. John Virtual World Fair 2020. It's happening tomorrow afternoon at 3 p.m. Just uh, look up Virtual World Fair on their Facebook page or Google, what have you. You'll be able to find it there. That does it for another episode of Moose Talks. If you missed this episode or you'd like to hear it again or watch it again, it'll be available shortly on the energeticcity.ca and Moose FM Facebook pages. Moose Talks is presented, or pardon me, produced by Adam Rayburn. I'm Dub Craig. Be well, everyone. Join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another episode of Moose Talks, a weekly talk show about Fort St. John and the North Peace.
for listening to this energeticcity.ca podcast. Energeticcity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to energeticcity.ca slash join.